Okay, one of the things I like to do on the Adjusted Minds podcast is I like to look at things that are kind of like out there, right? And things that I don't necessarily believe in or agree with, but just things that are out there that um, go deep into the conspiracy theory um, sector. But this is um, just sorrow.news and take it for what it's worth. It's one of those letter 17 things and I'm not even going to get into it. But I will get into this article right here. Uh, Nikola Tesla and Trump connections, coincidences, or time travel. Now, it is true that Trump's uncle um, did supposedly take Nikola Tesla's um, documents and matter of fact, let me get into this right quick. It says in 1943, two days after Nikola Tesla died, uh, destitute in a New York City hotel, the FBI called MIT professor and esteemed electrical engineer John G. Trump, who is in fact the late uncle of Donald J. Trump, says to determine if any of the belongings in the investor's estate excuse me, inventors, inventors estate, <laughs> which included a purported weapon of mass destruction, Tesla called the death ray, would be dangerous if they fell into the enemy's hands. Says after studying time machine notes and inventions of Nikola Tesla, he told the government he did not find anything. He could have lied to keep the inventions to himself and out of the hands of the government. However, the mystery of Nikola Tesla, of, yeah, of Nikola Tesla's missing files remain. Says Donald Trump about his uncle, he was a great expert. He was a great, brilliant genius. The book written in 1893 called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey is about a boy named Baron Trump who found a portal and used it for time travel. Now, this is real. There's an actual book called The um, Marvelous Underground Journey. And this is about uh, a boy named Baron Trump. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he went on to become president. And actually, one of the books was called The Last President, Baron Trump. Now, if you don't know, Donald Trump has a son named Baron. Coincidence? Maybe he read the book and decided to name his son Baron. Actually, um, Trump used to call himself... John Barron, I remember this well, um, because he faked out Forbes magazine. I'm going off topic, but he faked out Forbes magazine like in the early 90s. Um, he called um, one of the representatives and 
supposedly he lied about his um, overall worth and wealth. Supposedly lied. But it was him on the phone, and he called himself John Barron. Um, so that was like his alter ego. So anyways, there's your connection there. It says, um, three years later, and this is, um, oh, they, they, do, they do mention that Donald Trump has a youngest son named um, Baron Trump. It says three years later in 1980, excuse me, in 1896. In 1896, the same author writes a sequel to the book and he calls it The Last President. The book is about a very wealthy man who lived in New York. A wealthy man that lived in New York and Fifth Avenue who ran for president. And it says um, Trump used to live before he went to the White House. He lived at 725 Fifth Avenue, New York. So, you know, just some strange things. Now, I brought up the time travel thing. I brought it up because one of the theories that are floating around out there, as you read, or as you heard, excuse me, as you heard, was that Trump is supposedly a time traveler. Um, the it was interesting. The movie Back to the Future. The man that made the movie um, admitted that one of the characters, the rich character Biff, named by the name of Biff, was based off of Donald Trump. That is actually verified. He actually admitted it. <laughs> if you go watch Back to the Future and watch the character Biff, You'll see. Also, you have Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, which many believe, and I have to admit myself, it does look like it's about Trump. Donnie Darko. His name is Don Donald Darko, and he's wearing a T-shirt that says Triumph on it. But anyways, um, the, the movie supposedly... Um, even though it came out in 2001. Yeah, in 2001. I believe it was February 2001. It's a very dark movie. Um, very occultic. Very Illuminati-ish movie. But anyways, Don, um, Donnie Darko was supposedly... Oh, it's supposed to have taken place in 1988. Why is that important? Because Trump's name equals 88. T-R-U-M-P. It equals 88. Okay. Coincidence. However, the tax number for Trump in 2015-2016 for his campaign was tax Trump eighty eight zero twenty two. So there's obviously a connection 
with Trump in 88. And I've spoken, I've talked about this before. And then there's the constant references to Trump being a twin. Um, he was in the Oreos commercial with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, and he had a twin that came out of nowhere. Um, it was on Saturday Night Live um, years ago, and Jimmy Fallon was looking like Trump had a fake mirror. He was, Trump was on there, and he had a fake mirror, the real Trump, and he was looking into the mirror, and on the other side was Jimmy Fallon dressed up as Trump, you know, with the Trump wig, you know, the golden hair. And he was talking to himself, like, in a, you know, as a twin. There was another episode of Saturday Night Live where Trump traded places with a common worker who looked just like him. It was like his twin, once again. Also, in the movie Donnie Darko, Donnie or Donald could see an imaginary character and in real life, the real Donald Trump admitted while he was um, running for president that he had an imaginary friend. I think his friend is named Jim. And he says Jim loves to go to France or something like that, something something along those lines. So Trump has an imaginary friend named Jim. And in the movie Donnie Darko, Donald had a imaginary friend named um, Frank, and it was like dressed up in a bunny. Oh, and by the way, Frank, when he when Donald first met Frank, Frank told him when the end of the world would be. And as a matter of fact, let me get that right quick for you. Um, this is from Reddit. And I remember this in the film, but he but Frank told him twenty-eight days, six hours, forty-two minutes, and twelve seconds. That is when the world will end. Those were his exact words. Now, if you add up 28, 6, 42, and 12, you get 88. So now you see why I did this, right? It's not just about the time travel part. It's about the symbolism because that's the thing about the occult. They deal with symbolism. Even if it's not true, even if it's not real, they, the symbolism is what's important to them. They believe in magic, literally. I believe Jordan Maxwell, years ago, came out with um, this information that Hollywood... The, the name, the title Hollywood is based off of the hollow wood, which 
supposedly the magicians use as the magical wand, hollow wood. So they believe in magic. And I always talk about this lesser magic that they believe in. So maybe that maybe it's not so much about the time travel part, but it could be a signal or a sign that when you see this person come into power, that is when the world will end. Well, what world are they talking about? They could be talking about the old world and bringing in the new world, the new world, right? You get it? Could just be all symbolic. Um, so let me get the rest of this part. It says, when Samantha asks when she can have kids, Donnie says, not until eighth grade. So there's that number eight again. Donnie mentions to his therapist that his dog, Callie, died when he was eight. Again, there goes that number eight. He is later seen holding a stuffed toy dog in her office. Donnie jokes about the Back to the Future DeLorean, which had a speed of 88 miles per hour. Again, remember I, I referenced Back to the Future and the DeLorean that took off to go back, back to the future, literally, needed to reach a speed of 88 miles per hour. Again, this is code, numerology, symbolism that they're using because Trump was slated to be president even back in the 80s. Oprah Winfrey asked him way back then, when are you going to run for president, or are you going to run for president? He was being groomed for that position all the way back then. Um, It says, according to the television reporter, the fire at Jim Cunningham's house extinguished sometime after 8 last night, 8 p.m., uh, says the red-eye flight that almost crashes is flight 2806, which boards at gate 42 at 12 a.m. The climax of Donnie Darko occurs one week before the 1988 U.S. presidential election when George Bush won on November the 8th, 1988. So you have your 11888 says the movie was shot for a budget of less than five million, five million dollars in 28 days. <laughs> so there was a lot of um, occult symbolism in that movie. Says there are 28 scenes in the, in the director's cut. All right. So. You get the point. You get where I was going with it. But I do think that it's interesting that you have this theory that Trump's uncle (laughs) uh, recovered some documents from Nikola Tesla and that he somehow 
was able to, uh, I don't know, go through time, you know, go through time portals. There are people that believe in the black holes. You have CERN with their um, hydron collider. Who knows what these people have or what it is that they believe in? But isn't it ironic that Trump would be the one to become president and be the president to create the Space Force? A lot of people forget this. He's the one that brought about Space Force. And I keep keep stressing it. This is all about space. Space and time. Oh, one more thing uh, I forgot to mention on this topic. Um, Even finance.yahoo, yahoo.com, they had an article entitled How Tesla, Nikola, and Donald Trump Are Connected. Now, it's interesting because they say the same thing you know, that I I spoke about earlier about Trump's uncle. So I want to make sure you understand that. that was, that's not a conspiracy theory. Trump's uncle did seize uh, Nikola Tesla's, the, the real-life Nikola Tesla's um, documents. Um. But also, it's interesting that Elon Musk, because I mentioned him with SpaceX, but how can I forget that Elon Musk owns Tesla, the car, Tesla. So there's there's another connection right there. So you have Elon Musk with SpaceX, right? And he owns the Tesla, the Tesla brand. And then you have... Trump, whose uncle knew the real life, Tesla, and he's the president that brings about Space Force. <laughs> you, I mean, you. this is what I'm talking about. There's just some strange connections, coincidences, whatever you want to call them. Um... So anyway, I just thought that that was, you know, that's what I like to do on this on this particular podcast. You know, I like to just kind of look at these things. It's kind of weird, kind of creepy. Call it coincidences, whatever. Um, but I just, I thought it was just a lot of connections. The, the Back to the Future one is is one that really sticks out. Um, oh, matter of fact, Donnie Darko, the movie, Donald was able to go back in time. Because that's what the whole movie was about. It was about him going back in time. So you got two movies featuring an offshoot version of Donald Trump, and it's all about going back in time. Then you have a book, two books, as a matter of fact, about Baron Trump, 
This is written back in the 1800s. And then he has a son named Baron Trump. The real-life Trump has a son named Baron Trump. And his alter ego was John Trump, um, John Barron, excuse me. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe they're tapping into something demonic, <laughs> you know. And um, who knows what it is that these people... Have is it? There is this thing called Project Looking Glass, where apparently they're supposed to be able to look into the future. Supposedly, not that I believe in it. Just supposedly, you never know. You never know what these people are keeping away from you. And by the way, I know that there are people that are researchers, deep researchers into this particular subject. And I'm sorry, I know I did you wrong, right? I was just um, glancing over it. Um, I didn't really go into full detail because there's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. I just touched on a few things here and there. Okay, maybe I'll do a full connection episode one of these days. But... um. I first caught wind of this about three years ago. And I, I looked into it and I was like, no, that's crazy. But then the more I looked into it, the more connections were there. And I was just like, oh, this is weird. This is weird. It's one thing to hear some super duper Trump supporters say, uh, Trump is a time traveler. It's another thing when you have movie directors, uh, film producers admit that they're basing time traveling characters off of Trump. And these films came out years ago, many, many years ago. And then you have the book, and then you have this, and then you have that, and then you have Tesla, and then you, and you go, whoa. Okay, this is weird. This is strange. But I promise you this. If you type in Trump Tesla, or especially Trump connection, like if you type in Trump's connection to Nikola Tesla, I promise you articles will come up. If you type in Trump Donnie Darko, you will find information on that. You will find strange connections on that. Same thing with Back to the Future. The the um, the rich guy, Biff. I believe Biff became president, if I'm not mistaken. Biff became president in that movie, right? And that movie was supposed uh, was eighty. I forget what year it was when Back to the Future came out, and Back to the Future too. But anyways, I do find it strange. I'm not going to lie. I'm a person that looks at the sequence of events, and I like to decode things. You know, I like to decode the symbology behind it all. And if I wasn't so busy, I could do a much better job at it because I used to be really, really good at it, but my schedule was hectic. So I have to just kind of like go off of memory a lot of times. 
Okay, so one of the uh, key goals of the elites, the globalist elites that are bringing about this new world order, which I often speak of, is to bring about a one world religion. And you have to wonder how do they plan to bring about that? Well, one way that sticks out in my mind, and I went over this before, is a false flag <laughs> uh, alien invasion hoax. And from news.com.au, this was in 2015. It says Project Bluebeam conspiracy theory suggests NASA has secret plans to create a new world order. And it says, um, it says, when a bizarre event was captured on film showing what appeared to be dark skyscrapers floating in the clouds above China, the world was puzzled. While scientists were quick to dismiss the occurrence as a mirage, not all agreed. It says in the days after the event, excuse me, I lost my spot there. In the days after the event, one particular conspiracy theory started to gather serious momentum. The belief that sightings that the sighting was the result of a secret NASA mission known as Project Bluebeam. Says Canadian journalist and conspiracy theorist Serge Monast first developed the theory in 1994 before publishing his beliefs in a book entitled Project Bluebeam. The theory suggests NASA and the United Nations are planning to create a new world order by using technology simulated uh, simulated mind control to shape a global new age religion. Now, I spoke on the last podcast, Adjusted Minds, I spoke about the, um, what is it, the two new world orders. And the darkness and the light and how the um, powers that be are <clears throat> using these uh, staged events and their crisis actors and their controlled opposition to move people into what they call the light, which is Lucifer, the light bearer. I went into that because Lucifer is the new age religion that they're trying to bring about. And considering, and I forgot to mention this, that we're in the age of, entering the age of, um, what is it, Aquarius? And we're supposedly in the information age. So the question that, I asked was, why would they want people to know their agenda ahead of time? 
And one of the answers that I gave was that they use this thing called lesser magic where they show you what they're going to do before they do it because they believe they receive power from that. There's a certain energy that they believe that they receive. And again, this isn't my belief. This is what they believe. This is their religion. This is their faith. They believe in lesser magic and that um, by showing you what they're going to do before they do it, it gives them a certain kind of power or it helps them to execute their magic trick. So in this new age of the new world order, which we're already technically in, right, because America when the what they call the founders of America came here, they called it the New World. And America was set up to be, uh, I guess you can say they were set up to be, America was set up to be like the enforcers of the New World Order. That's why not only is America called the New World Order, but America dictates to the rest of the world because America is the military strong arm of the powers that be. All right. It's the, it is the military might, just like um, you've heard of the three city states where you have, okay, you have um, London as the financial capital of the world. Um, the Vatican is supposed to be the spiritual capital of the world. Everybody bows down to the Pope, right? And then America is supposed to be the military capital of the world because whatever comes out of Washington, D.C., the rest of the world adheres to it for the most part, or it used to be that way. Maybe not so much now. All right? So America was set up and designed that way, and what did they call America? The New World. <laughs> so you have the New World Order. Well, who's enforcing this order? The United States of America. Whenever there is a leader that tries to buck up against the UN, the United Nations, America, the United States of America, goes and bombs the dog piss out of them and takes them out, just like they did with Gaddafi. They tricked Gaddafi into... Um, meeting with the United Nations, and then they took them out. Now, why am I going? I'm going around in circles here. But I'm saying all of that to say that the, the way that they're going to bring this about, this new world religion, in my opinion, it would have to be something on a global scale. You can't have a new world religion without pulling off something 
of significance that affects the entire world and what what could do that more effectively than to stage than if you were to stage a alien invasion and so all over the news you're hearing about um alien sightings supposedly um ufo sightings and you know we don't know what's real and what's fake again i'm just throwing out hypotheticals out there um but it it does appear that that's the direction that they're heading in i don't expect them to pull this off anytime soon I would expect that they would collapse the economy first. Um, probably <clears throat> implement the CBDCs. Um, you won't be able to buy or sell <laughs> without the the chip that they want to implant in you. Or they what they could do is bring that about first and use that as an excuse. They could they could stage the alien attack first and then use that as an excuse to say that everyone needs to be chipped. And they could say, I could I could see them saying this, um, that the only way to determine whether you're really a human being and not an alien from another planet is you need to have a chip in you. Sounds out of this world, but this is where we are. And if you're not familiar with this, then this, yeah, this is going to sound crazy to you. But I'm going to get back to this article right quick. Um, it says that the theory suggests NASA and the United Nations are planning to create a new world order by using technology simulated mind control to shape a global new age religion. Mr. Monaset, Mr. Monaset, excuse me, believed generating a global new age religion was the only thing that would make a worldwide dictatorship possible. So he's saying the same thing that I'm saying. Pretty much. Um, that it makes sense. Like, it sounds crazy. It's, it sounds like, you know, normally I wouldn't go with that theory, but after studying these people and understanding their lesser magic tricks that they play and how they show you things before they do it, they show you their agenda before they do it, and what they do is they dismiss it as conspiracy theory all the way up until they actually do it. So, like, in other words... Um, they play the conspiracy theory card. Um, if someone bring out information that is not declassified and they bring it out early before it's meant to be declassified, what they'll do is they say that's a conspiracy theory all the way up to the point where they actually um, implement same, right? When they carry out that action, then they declassify it and say, oh, yeah, we had to do that. But they don't address the fact that they called the person that brought it out a conspiracy theorist and a crazy nut job prior to that. So they just move on to the next thing. Um, 
It's a great trick. You know, they, they do it all the time. I've noticed that. Um, they know most people aren't paying attention. Um, back to the article, it says, speaking at a presentation in 1994, um, he speculated that Project Blue, Bluebeam will be carried out in four different steps. It says, step one, the breakdown of archaeological knowledge. Says Mr. Monas um, detailed his belief that NASA would aim to discredit all existing religions through the breakdown of archaeological knowledge. Um, says step one deals with earthquakes and certain precise locations of the planet where um, supposedly dis new discovery discoveries will suddenly explain the wrong meaning of all major religions, basic doctrines. Um, it says the theory suggests that by providing evidence to falsify the teaching of all major religions, people will be more likely to accept the new age religion when it is formed. So in other words, they got to destroy the old religions. In other words, debunk them and fact check them. And they may even at some point make it illegal to believe in it. And what that does is um like like he said, it gives them more um influence. Because the less people you have believing in other religions the easier it is to bring in your new religion. And that religion will be based on science. Science will be if these people had their way, okay? If they have their way. I want to make sure that I stress that. If they had their way, science would be the only thing that you believe in. That goes back to them wanting to control your thoughts, um, what I was talking about before, hate, think, um, what was it? What was the other one? It's hate, think, and something else. I can't think of it. Um, oh, thought crime. Uh, so step two, a gigantic space with 3D holographic laser projections. And that's very important um, because it has been leaked by former military personnel of high standings, high ranking, um, in the past, years ago, we're talking about going back to like the 90s, that they have this technology available where they can, this one, I believe he was a colonel, I would have to go back through my notes here. I did a show on this. But he was saying that he was in a, in a hangar, an aircraft hangar, and they had a, a projection over top of him hovering. And he couldn't tell that it was fake. And this was like going way back to like the, it may have been the late 90s. So this technology is available. And again, you must remember 
they have better technology than what they show you. So you can imagine <laughs> if they had this like in the late 90s, early 2000s, you can imagine what they can do now. They could fool a lot of people. And they've already softened everyone's mind into this idea with their movies, you know, these alien invasion movies, Independence Day style movies. And I believe it was, it was in the Olympics in the 80s, one of the Olympics in the 80s. Uh, you can look this up for yourself. They had a demonstration during the Olympics where this, uh, they had a simulation of an alien landing in, or UFO alien landing inside the Los Angeles Coliseum. And they didn't tell the people. They didn't tell them beforehand, you know, the, the viewers or the or the people that were there. Why did they do that? Well, they wanted to see how people would react. They can use their own aircraft to pull this off. It doesn't even have to be a projection. They have aircraft that you've never seen or even heard of. People didn't know about the stealth bomber until years after, you know, they declassified it, right? And supposedly it can be, it can go undetected. I want to get this right quick because this came from Joseph Spencer. I had to look up my notes to find it. Uh, Joseph Spencer wrote, the world will witness a massive invasion of aliens. Thousands of holographic alien warships will cover the sky, immerse people in global panic, and real military aircraft between the holograms will deliver a real blow. As a result, a single world government will be created and none of the people will be against it. It will lead the surviving people in this new world of total control. Okay. Now he was someone that was really in the know. He was top up there, met with some really important people. Now I used to hear about this years ago, but I kind of like, eh, I'm not going to talk about that. But, now that you, if you watch Tucker Carlson, he always talks about these UFOs that's been spotted. You have people with their um, camera phones, you know, taking pictures of things that they've seen in, in the sky. Again, we don't know what's real and what's fake. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of the elites. That's all. That's all. I'm not saying what's real and what's fake. So I hope people don't try to say that I'm I'm saying that there's no such thing as UFOs. That's not what I'm saying. 
Um, but I'm but I'm looking I'm looking at it from their perspective and how they would if they were to pull off something such as Project Bluebeam, a fake alien invasion, how would they do it? What would they do with it? What you know, how how would they make use of it? As Rahm Emanuel once said, you never let a good crisis go to waste. Okay? Problem, reaction, solution. This is what they do. Um, so back to step two, it says a gigantic space with 3D holographic laser project projections, says Mr. Monast, Mr. Monast, Monast mm, I'll get his name right one of these days. But he said that the second stage in creating a new world order would be using a gigantic space show with 3D holographic images, lasers, and sounds to seduce people into believing in the new God. And what have I been saying about the elites? Their whole idea of the new world order is not just simply about controlling money it's about controlling your mind they want to be god they want to know your every movement they want to trace your every step um that's what this this climate change crisis crap is really all about okay that's why they want to know what you're what you're buying and what you're selling they want to get it that's what it really comes down to okay so what they're what their plan is is to give you a false god that they can control because if they control AI, right, if they control um, artificial intelligence and let's say they were to pull off this fake alien invasion and they have some AI-generated supposedly alien creature thing <laughs> that you have to bow down and worship, maybe literally or maybe not. But you have to give reference to. Or, in another way, you know, looking at it from another perspective, what they could do is say that, well, they defended you from this alien invasion and you have to do what we say now. You get it? So, back to this article here, it says, the show will consist of laser projection of multiple holographic images to different parts of the world, each receiving a different message according to predominating regional, national, religious faith, he said. From the depths of space, astonished followers of the various creeds will witness their own returned Messiah in spectacularly convincing life-like realness. This one God will in fact be what he calls, okay, he's calling it the Antichrist, <laughs> who will explain the various scriptures have been misunderstood that the religions of all are responsible for turning brother against brother, nation against nation. Therefore, the world's religions 
must be abolished to make way for the golden age, he said. Now, understand, he keeps talking about the golden age. The golden age. The, what's the golden age? The new age. What's the new age? The new, the new age religion. What is the new age religion? Luciferianism. The light. Out of the darkness into the light. And what does Q, the, you know, the letter 17ers, keep saying? Out of the darkness into the light. It's wrapped in occult symbolism. So everything, um, and I meant to do a show on on that, the whole Q thing. Um, if you notice, you have the quantum this, the quantum that. Everything's quantum, quantum, quantum. Matter of fact, there was even an episode of Star Trek. Um, actually, it wasn't just one episode. There was a character named Q. Right? And didn't Trump... Wasn't Trump the the president that introduced Space Force? Isn't it supposed to be the sixth branch of the military? Isn't Elon Musk the one in charge of, what is it, uh, SpaceX? Right? SpaceX. X marks the spot. You see how everything keeps leading back to out of space? Everything keeps, it keeps leading back to this one thing. Everything, it keeps circling back to this. This, the only reason why I'm speaking on it. Because otherwise, I would just ignore it. But there's something to this. There's definitely something to this. Oh, I wanted to definitely get this part. Um, step three, telepathic two-way communication. This is where things start to get really creepy. Now, keep in mind, this article was from 2015. It says, um, it is believed NASA will use <clears throat> low-frequency radio waves to telepathically communicate with humans in an attempt to shape their beliefs to match those taught by the New Age religion. Now you see why they want your brain to be hooked up to the cloud the Internet of Things, as as the globalists call it. They call it the Internet, the Internet of Things. They say that you will be the Internet, you yourself. <laughs> Hell, they could download viruses into you. <laughs> right? You see where this is heading. You see how it all lines up, how it all matches up. It's the only reason why I'm talking about it. 
if it didn't line up with their globalist agenda, I would not be speaking on this. Because I know that for years, people have been waiting to call me crazy for something. And I always try to cross, make sure that whatever I'm talking about is verifiable evidence to prove what I'm saying. So I held off on this for years. But it's always been in, in the back of my mind that they could try to do something like this. So why now? Why speak on it now? Speaking on it now because they're talking about it now. They've made it easy for me to speak on it. Because Klaus Schwab and, and um, uh, Noah Yuval Harari, these people are openly speaking on making human beings one with the Internet and uploading your brain into the cloud and controlling your mind, controlling your thoughts. So this isn't far-fetched anymore. Okay? It says, um, back to the article, it says, the microwave beam generated by the device is moderated at audio frequencies and can broadcast voices directly into your brain. So then it goes on to talk about what I've basically already said. Um, so I won't read the rest. You can, again, you can go to news.com.au and you can see it for yourself because there's more to the article. It was published in October of 2015. And you can see it for yourself. It's pretty much right in step, in lockstep. This theory is in lockstep with what we are hearing from the globalist elites right here, right now. As a matter of fact, um, Noah Yuval Harari actually said out of his mouth that we can get we can make God mad. He, he basically said we don't need God anymore. Well, what would make him say that? Well, he's saying that because they're bringing about their new age religion, and what they believe is that they have reached a point. They they feel like they've gotten so far advanced in their technology that they can compete with God. Because Lucifer wants to be God. And what do they worship? Who do they worship? They worship Lucifer. The light bearer, who they have in many, who they worship in many different forms. And I've talked about it before. The Statue of Liberty is representing Lucifer. Because even in that, with the liberty, um, the idea of 
Freedom of Thought, Free Will, Do As Thy Wilt by Alistair Crowley, right? Do as thou wilt, like do whatever you want to do. You want to kill, you can kill. You want to steal, you can steal. Do what thou wilt. He says, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. And most of your celebrities, your rappers, your your movie stars, they're with that. They're into that religion. That's why they have no conscience. They have no soul. That's why they can play their parts so well. That's why they can look in the camera and lie to you without blinking. Whereas the average person cannot do that. These people are sociopaths. They're they're soulless. They're lifeless. You know, and they they summon demons. Believe it or not, uh, Jay Z was with this this woman. Ah, damn it, I can't think of her name. The spirit cooker. Forget her name. Somebody help me out. Um, but he was with the spirit cooker. You know, in a video, she was holding on to his face. Type in Jay-Z Spirit Cooker, and it should come up. Even on YouTube, it should come up. So, oh, another thing I wanted to point out is that their belief is that when they do a sacrifice, they're gaining more power and more energy from that. That's their belief. Now, what I believe, what they believe. They believe that they gain power from it. So when people wonder, you know, why would they sacrifice children? Why would they kidnap children and torture them and do all these sorts of things? It's because it's a part of their religion. It's a part of their belief system. It doesn't matter whether I believe it or not or whether you believe it or not or whether I think that they're crazy, whether I think that they're lunatics. It doesn't matter. The fact that they believe it. That's what makes them so dangerous. And the fact that they believe that the earth is overpopulated and they must kill billions of people in order to maintain the planet as we know it, that's very dangerous because these are very powerful people. These aren't regular everyday Joe Schmoes. These are people with billions, trillions of dollars to billions, trillions of dollars that they have access to to carry out their mission. So ultimately, they want you to know that the satanic agenda is real and that it exists. This is what other, I would say, truthers, you know, people that expose the New World Order, this is one thing that they don't talk about. Not to say that I'm so unique. But this is the one thing that they never, for whatever reason, I don't know if they just don't realize it or not, it doesn't cross their mind. But it it never, or at least they never speak on it, 
the fact that they openly show you what they're doing. And what I'm trying to um, get across to you, the listener, is that they want you to know. Not necessarily come out and say it to you, but they want to show it to you. They want you to see that all of this is fake. They want you to know that they're staging attacks, whether it be a terrorist situation or a police brutality situation. They want you to know. They want you to lose trust in everything that you see. But more importantly, they want you to lose faith in everything that you believe in. Because once you lose faith in everything that you believe in, then they can give you something to believe in. Something new. 